You're listening to Wanna Coffee with Kyalisha and Adriana talking random, sensible shit. The subtle art of not giving a fuck. Mm. What is it? Who is it by? By Mark. I think it's Mark Manson or Mark Mason. I can't really remember his last name, but I have this book. I tried to read it. I don't really like the author's style of writing, and so I gave up. But I do know um, that many people have enjoyed this book. It's been critically acclaimed. And I got it during a time when I was super stressed out. I was working at this global tech firm, working with a number of different people and departments and personalities and countries and I gave a shit about everything every second of the day and even after I left work and I needed something to pull me out of my funk okay you know and I thought that this book was would would do it but um I gave up reading it I I just just because of the style this author's style oh Well, you said it has valuable advice? Yeah, it does have valuable advice. You know? Okay, I have yet to uh, to read the book. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, I'm going to uh, read it from you. Yeah, I think that in everyday life, we, we all try to be like that. Like, not to be th that person that gives so many fucks about everything. <laughs> It's like, I don't know, I see it like we have a limited amount of fucks that we could give in each single day and yeah I think it's healthy to have you know ratio that amount of fucks to give if I ask you would it be like the not sweat are the small stuff kind of situation or is it more like a nihilistic way that is okay this is important but Here I am, I'm not going to change it. Might as well. Yeah. The latter, yes. Oh, okay. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, the latter. The other undertones were like, when you start to, re to, to realize that you're not the center of the universe, mm. then you really won't give a fuck. When you start to realize that like, the little things you do don't actually like impact anyone, Oh, well. <laughs> really on a really big scale or in the grand scheme of things, then you really won't give a fuck. And that wasn't, obviously, that wasn't the whole thing, but that's kind of where I stopped reading just because even though I agree with that, you know, like to a degree, like I agree like, oh shit, like yeah, like we definitely as human beings, we think we're the center of our, you know, of our universes. <laughs> but on the flip side of that, it's like, well, if we're not the center of our universes, Who is? Good question. And if and it's like we're looking through the lens of our own perspective. So are we to be concerned with the fact that we're an ant on this planet? Or are we to be concerned with the fact that we're somebody on this planet having this experience? So for me, as much as I, I, I also need that perspective probably for balance, like... To remind myself, like, hey, not everything's a big deal. Going back to your don't set the small stuff. It also was, like, too far away from me. 
it's just the concept was too far away to be like, and that's why you don't give a fuck. Oh, okay. You know? It's not that convincing, you will say? It's convincing. It's just, it's so far away from how I would be thinking about choosing not to give a fuck on particular things. So it's like, if I said, okay, I'm not going to give a fuck about that because... A, B, C, and D. My reasonings would be, I'm not going to give a fuck about it because um, I can't be concerned with it right now. I don't have the time. Um, it's a hypothetical worry. Uh, you know, they're all in relation to why I cannot, I shouldn't be giving a fuck. Okay. Um, in my own little in vortex my here, mm. my own little world. But that doesn't mean that it's not important. Yes. Mm. All right. So, um, his, you know, I feel like his ideology or his sort of like theory about why you shouldn't give give a fuck is so far away from where my brain's already like functioning. Mm. You know, like again, I appreciate it. It's just to conceptualize that all the time as like, okay, now I, let me re reframe my mind. Let me constantly reframe my my vortex of thinking. It feels like so much more work. Yeah, there's a certain stage in your life that you have, hopefully, uh, fear your priorities and what should be something that is, okay, this is of the highest importance, so I have to deal with this, no matter that uh, it is unimportant for whatever other people or maybe something minuscule, but I think it is important and there are so many other things that you say, like, okay, I can disregard those things. So what I think is, yeah, changing your, your, your mind once you have set up your own, your own line of principles and priorities. So it's like, hmm, okay, can I use the advice of this book? Perhaps, but yeah, maybe it's, ah, maybe it's for, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't read it. It's, it, it looks like a book that maybe it's for... First world problems or problems that are not, not that uh, the influence they're having in our lives they're not that that big. I mean, I I don't know if they if the books if the book touches like mm, talks about health, debt, raising kids, stuff like that. That's really important, and everyone. It did. I mean, the books acclaimed for like helping like these really successful businessmen. Oh, wow. You know, like making decisions in life and like these like, one of the Hemsworths brothers is like raves about this book. Okay, not giving a fuck, that's good. Uh, the opposite will be caring. What do you think about caring? Yeah. About things? Oh, I think it's, t oh my God, me? I give a fuck about everything. I give a fuck about everything. So I care about everything and I wish I didn't. That's why I got the book. I care about everything. I think, I somehow think everything's important and will affect everything. Eventually. Eventually. Yes. Because, I don't know, I'm, I know you do a lot of retrospection and retroflection and, you know, and I know if you think back on your life, you can kind of see it was just back then, right then, when... <laughs> It's going to my life. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, that's true. I should never have looked twice at that guy. You know? Oh, God, yes. I 
should have just kept walking and dancing or drinking you know? or whatever and looking at that person. Yeah, that's true. And the thing is that uh, relatively stage and human behavior through the years is that when you're young, you don't give a fuck. You just like, God with it. You don't think about consequences or whatever consequences that you, in your short experience, uh, can figure. It's good. You have survived. Although when you're, when you're older, you're like, like we've just said, oh God, I should have cared more. I should have uh, thought about the consequences of, I don't know, not uh, paying that, I don't know, paying a, that dress in cash and not in credit. Mm-hmm. Or in, uh, small things, uh, you know, going out twice a week instead of twice a month. Like those small situations that you say, no, I should care about that more but the thing is that not only with everyday situations but uh, around the world like do we care about what we see in the news something bigger than than ourselves like oh should I care about uh, poverty in the Middle East war should I care about uh, COVID in Latin America should I care about protests in North America, like so many things that are happening, terrible things. <sighs> should we care? Let me ask you, should we be caring? What should we be caring about? What are your thoughts on this? Yes, we should be, we should be caring. And, and the reason is that you cannot, uh, I think, you cannot just be in this world in this regard, anything else that is not happening to you. And if you are, you're live, laugh, loving, (laughs) and you're eating banana bread, and you're eating banana bread all by yourself with your cats, and you need to listen to episode six. Yes, that's true. (laughs) In defense of live, laugh, love, we love you, but in defense of live, laugh, love, everyone listen to that. Continue, sorry. Good commercial, thank you. Uh, But the thing is that, yeah, you you should care. I think the problem is that going back to the state of the world. You need to learn how to handle your caring within you. You know, things that you can control, things that you cannot control. For example, things that you cannot control, poverty, hunger. Obviously, you cannot do anything about that. But that doesn't mean that you cannot help. Or you can do like the small thing to help towards what is happening there. So it's about caring and doing things within your within your reach what you can what you can actually do but it it's it also means that once you have done what you think you needed to be done let it be don't give a fuck like you are not superhuman and i think that maybe that's the that that could be some of a premise of the book like once you have done something then ask yourself more like stop care not caring but stop worrying about that because because you can't control it you cannot control it and 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 it's going to be continuing to happen and yeah Mm -hmm. so i don't know i think that yeah we should care about within reason i'll say yeah what do you think yeah i think that's a good point caring but within reason and and letting go once you've made a decision on how or what you care about um and are doing something about I think um, for a lot of people, 
people don't know what to care about. I was talking to a friend recently, given all the things that are happening right now in the world, mm-hmm. and we mentioned them last We've mentioned them in so many of our episodes, but um, not just the Black Lives Matter movement and not just Trump and not just COVID, but there are so many things in the world currently happening right now that are affecting various people and are just having significant effects. It's hard to, I, I was talking to a friend and she was saying, you know, I get overwhelmed with what to care about. My friend, my sweet friend is an amazing wildlife photographer. She's an animal rights activist and um, particularly big cats and um, like exotic uh, creatures. And that's her passion. And right now there's a lot of stuff going on um, back home in America. And she's just like, it hurts her heart, as she as she said, you know, in her words, it, it hurts her heart. And it's like, what does she focus on? She feels, she almost feels bad neglecting areas that other people are focusing on or things that may be like trendy right now or popular right mm-hmm. now. She also doesn't want to be seen as live, laugh, loving by focusing on issues of passion for her, which are her animal rights stuff and um, wildlife conservation. Yeah, I think she's right. And I think like most of us, most of us can share what she's feeling now. Like so many things that do I feel good because I have it better than so many people? Do I feel bad because I have it better than so many people? Should I care more? And the thing is that we tend to think black or white we are either saints or devils like oh you have to be a mother Teresa and you have to do it perfectly and you have to live your life doing that and be a martyr or you're just doing live life love you don't care about anyone but yourself you're still trying to be an influencer on Instagram which we have people in both of these extremes but most of us I think we we should try and fall in a healthy a healthy mean middle and say we none of us can afford to be a mother Teresa or wouldn't be uh naive to think that if we try to live like an influencer for one week we will manage to do it because certain principles and certain things to live by but the thing is that yeah we should aim to be to care imperfectly and to not give a fuck imperfectly that is something that okay they, the, the vegetarians they have a saying that it's better for you to be and, and the eco guys they have the saying that it's better to be an imperfect eco person an imperfect vegetarian than eating meat every day or not eating meat at all because any of those extremes you're not gonna make them and the one and actually what makes a difference is try constantly to to achieve something so i think that that it could be apply apply here mm. i like that that's really cool but i also think that like what if what if we can be mother Teresa's? if we can oh god i think i don't see I, like mother Teresa is like any other human being 
and everybody has the potential for everything. And there was a bad, you know, there's a, I feel like there's a good side and a bad side to everyone. You're right. There's sinners and there's saints, you know, but it's what side we choose to, I guess, show people. And for Mother Teresa, we got to see her in the best light and she did some incredible shit. Hmm. And she's now revered. But what if everyone was a Mother Teresa? How better would the world be? Oh, definitely. You know, so it's like, maybe we should be giving a whole lot of fucks. That's true. Like, care. Like, okay, could you imagine if we actually... Oh, well. Ah, it, it's... If we all manage to accomplish all of our expectations and goals and whatever, wow, that will be great, but what will be the cost? Like, that's the thing that I, I think that if somehow all of us will turn into type A personalities, do you think that that will be? No, I don't think that all of us will turn into type A personalities because not everybody is action-oriented. Mm, uh-huh. I think that people can still be Mother Teresa without maybe affecting so, so many people directly as she did, mm. as an example. Oh, maybe, okay. you, you, maybe you affect the two people in your home, and those two people in your home are so affected by you that they affect the other two people. Oh, that's so sweet. And, that's a good... Yeah, that's a good Do you know thought. what I'm saying? Yes. Um, but... In the same breath, that was also a personal calling of Mother Teresa's. Yes, that's true. It was a divine calling, I feel, you know, like many people. They want to have a work yeah. for the poor. Yeah, uh, you know, and I don't know, I can't say that that's the life for me, you know, like, I don't imagine that to be my life. But then again, it's like, I've never tried. Never tried. Now, what you said, I, uh, not being of, uh, you know, having a big sphere of influence, but just people next to you, your immediate family, that's like, if you're affecting your kids, that's a whole generation that you're affecting because that Mm -hmm. person is going to grow to be Mm -hmm. a really good person with principles and being focus-oriented and, you know, excellent person. And, yeah, it will affect so many so many other people in their families mm-hmm. but yeah oh god caring it is important it is important to care and i think there is i think the you're right it is important to care but it's like you're that you're right at the cost of what at the expense of what yeah that's the thing that ah oh. i think that sometimes caring too much is actually de- detrimental yes. to you as we've as we've realized, we've talked about preserving mental health. We've talked about staying positive during crisis. We've, I mean, like this, if you care too much, it, it, it is anxiety, and if you don't care at all, that's depression. depression. Yes, so it's like no. There's a balance, right? There's a balance. There is. A... Thanks for listening. We want to know what you think. Send us your comments and follow us on Twitter and Facebook at. Hashtag wanna coffee pod.